Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Five interesting players for week 13 on Fantasy Football Today in five. It's Adam Azer, Dave Richard here with uh, one interesting player per minute. Our first one is Mike Evans, who has just a dreadful history against the New Orleans Saints, Dave. Uh, and has obviously been struggling. Three straight clunkers. Starter sit Mike Evans. I think you're going to start him. I think you have to use him as a number two receiver, though. Expect him to get in the neighborhood of... I I, want to be optimistic and say 10 non-PPR points, but I don't know if he can hit that. I almost think 10 PPR points is is an easier and safer prediction for him, which means he's probably closer to like seven non-PPR points. That's still maybe good enough to be a low-end number two wide receiver. It's a tough matchup. Brady was off last game with Evans. They just could not connect, especially on a bunch of deep throws. You've got to be a little concerned about Evans on those types of passes, but I still think he's going to get work in the red zone, and that makes him usable. Okay, only one game in the Marshawn Lattimore era with more than 12.8 PPR fantasy points, and we'll find out if Lattimore is going to play. That would be, to me, the difference between a number two receiver and a number three receiver. Agreed. Um, all right, how about uh, Debo Samuel facing the Miami Dolphins? And he's just kind of a strange player to predict and project, but maybe more carries without Mitchell. Uh, Debo, starters it. Sure. So that's what you should probably hope for is that Debo Samuel can come through on five carries, maybe find the end zone on one of those five carries. The majority of his targets are on passes that travel nine or fewer yards this season. The Dolphins versus all wide receivers on nine or fewer yards. Not so great, actually. 77% completion rate. That's 27th in the league. About eight yards per catch. That's 22nd. About five yards after catch per reception. That's 19th. Five touchdowns to those types of plays two wide receivers, 14 missed tackles. This is an opportunity for Debo Samuel to really come through. I feel good about using him, uh, particularly with all the issues that the 49ers have in their run game. He can be a, a change-up on the short throws, and he can handle some rushes as well. He's going to come through in this game. I like him as a quality number two wideout. All right, let's go to a couple of running backs here. Alvin Kamara facing the Buccaneers. And the vaunted run defense hasn't quite been there, but they're actually incredible against running backs in the passing game. Kamara's got uh, four straight bad games or disappointing games. Starter sit. Tampa Bay has allowed three running backs to get 90 total yards all season long, four rushing touchdowns on the year. This is a tough matchup. I'm going to give them more credit than you gave them, Adam. And yes, they are great against receivers coming out of the backfield. I, I think this is a week. I, I, I want to tell you to sit Kamara, but it's just so hard to do in practice. Think of him with lowered expectations. Almost the same thing as Mike Evans. You can't use him and expect 100 yards and a touchdown. It's probably going to be more in the neighborhood of 50 yards, and you're crossing your fingers that he scores Oof. a touchdown, and you're crossing your fingers he gets five or six catches on top of that. 
you have even lower expectations for Damian Pierce against the Cleveland Browns. I mean, it's a great matchup, but it's he, a, yeah, you know, he's I don't know. It's he's he's been struggling quite badly. It's a touchdown to a running back in seven of their past nine games. Multiple touchdowns to a running back in five of nine games. I mean, it's just it's a terrible defense, but the Texans' offense is equally terrible. So what wins out when that happens? I'd like to think that Pierce could have an opportunity, but I, we saw him lose carries last week and touches inside the 10 to Daria Gumbawale. This was after Rex Burkhead went out with an injury. I think that he's starting to slow down and wear down a little bit. It's his rookie year. He's never had this much work before, uh, probably since high school. Definitely not in college. So he's someone else that you need to worry about. Again, another low-end number two running back. Okay, in that game, Deshaun Watson comes back. We're in week 13. We will see Deshaun Watson starting a game for the first time since the 2020 season. Uh, is it all systems go? Is he a must-start quarterback this week? I don't think he's a must-start quarterback unless you've got Kyler Murray and he's your bi-week replacement. Then you really don't have much of a choice. Uh, would I start him over Jared Goff? He, he was kind of the hot name on our waiver yeah. wire episode on Tuesday. I would. I just I worry about Goff's upside. I think Deshaun Watson has earned enough trust, even though we haven't seen him play really in two years. It's just that good of a matchup that you figure that by the time he gets to the middle of the second quarter, it'll be like riding a bicycle. He's got good receivers. He's got a good tight end. It's just a matter of how much the Browns will be able to run the football in this game. I, I do have some worries about him compared to Trevor Lawrence, for example. I would rather start Lawrence. I'd rather start Derek Carr. I just feel like those guys have kind of earned their way over the past couple of weeks. And even somebody like Geno Smith over the balance of the season, those guys have a higher ceiling than I think Deshaun Watson has. Yeah, I think the concern with Watson is just they run the ball so effectively. They run away yeah. with the game, and, and he's not asked to do much. It's, a, it's an intriguing game for sure as he – Faces his former team in his first game back. All right, that is Fantasy Football Today in 5. I'm Adam Azer. That is Dave Richard. We're filling in for Chris Towers this week. Hopefully he's back soon. We miss you, Chris. Thanks for watching and listening, everybody. Talk to you tomorrow on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Bye. Bye.